0: One of the most critical elements of effective communication is active listening, the practice of focusing 100% on the speaker and their message. Developing this interpersonal skill will help you collect and retain more information, solve problems quicker, and build better relationships. It's a difficult skill to master, requiring discipline and practice, but the benefits are significant, both right away and in the longer term. Hello and welcome
1: to Boosting Performance. This is the podcast to listen to if you want bite-sized, practical tips
2: on how to improve your performance in the workplace. I'm Alastair Cole. And I'm Kieran Gill. We founded the Uplift partnership to help organizations thrive by boosting performance of their sales and innovation teams.
1: To subscribe to this podcast, head over to our website, boostingperformancepodcast.com. In this debut series, we tackle eight of the biggest
2: current workplace challenges. Today's topic is active listening, a skill that's hard to master, but can bring you a better understanding of the situation and of the person that is speaking. Alistair, can you tell me a time when you've been actively listened to or you've listened to somebody actively? Sure.
1: One meeting stands out really very, very clearly and is is incredibly memorable and very powerful. It was the first time I sat down properly with a work colleague called Dan Dobson Smith. And when I left my first one-to-one, I felt like I was floating on cloud nine, super happy. I'd been super listened to. I felt like a really strong emotional bond had been made. It was a a game-changing meeting. So it was towards the end of 2012 I was working at Essence. Um, I was a partner there and the head of the creative services practice, uh, running a, a, a web agency effectively. And we were on a major growth tear, and we were hiring some outstanding talent at the time. And and Dan Dobson Smith came in um, to effectively oversee the the growth of culture and to safeguard the culture and 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 kick off. Uh, kind of learning and development as well. And Dan's an incredible person to work with. He's one of the, one of the most qualified people in his field. And so we became work friends. And, uh, and now he's on the west coast of America. He's a catalyst and executive coach and um, psychotherapist. and And Dan ended up leading the NLP practitioner course that I went on with a cohort from Essence and also my wife. And that that NLP course was one of the things that's had the biggest impact on my life in terms of my communication ability and a, ability to relate to people. And it was a it was a, a huge turning point. and Dan used all of his NLP skills in that first meeting with me um to to make me feel amazing and 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 to actively listen so that I, I felt like he was one hundred percent focused on me.
2: What was Dan doing to show that he was actually actively listening to you?
1: Well, at the time, I wasn't aware of uh, the practice of active listening. I mean, I knew it was good to be a good listener and not interrupt people, but certainly I I wasn't aware of the technical details of active listening. And so I didn't really know at the time. Now, obviously, um, I I have a better understanding of maybe some of the techniques he was trying to employ. And when I think back to that meeting, that catch-up, I remember very vividly us being sat not across a table but at the end of the table so he he potentially had manufactured it so that we were sitting facing each other um our body position was well mirrored and i remember talking to and speaking with just a a very open friendly smiling face and it it made it feel like um uh, yeah it was very positive very smiley and i remember being able to just talk and dan didn't interrupt he nodded and used other verbal and non-verbal cues to to help me along, and I just remember it being a very warm experience.
2: Have you been able to to show somebody else that same kind of um, attention that Dan gave you?
1: Well, I try, I, I try very often. Whether I'm able to emulate Dan's level of quality, I'm not sure. Certainly, yeah, I try. It's something that you have to practice, and it can be really hard not not to kind of jump in or or or. Hard to leave your
2: presuppositions at the door. Casting your mind back to, to to that moment when Dan was listening to you speak, was there anything that he did in particular um, from his body language or, or or the way he was talking to you that that made you open up even more? I would say that his lack of
1: speaking. And his, I remember him not saying much, I remember him nodding and smiling, and I recall him leaving silences. And in, I was encouraged then to, you know, unconsciously encouraged to, to fill those silences with more of my story or more of the challenge that I was experiencing at the time. So, yeah, when I cast my mind back, absolutely there were things that he did that encouraged me to, to share more.
0: Active listening focuses completely on the speaker to better hear their message and comprehend the information being shared. The person speaking will feel listened to and respected as a result. This approach will deliver you a range of short and long-term benefits.
2: Active listening can be difficult to master because of the way we're wired. When we listen, our brains are rapidly evaluating inputs, trying to predict outcomes and make judgments. Because we think four times faster than a person can speak, We only need about 25% of our mental capacity to listen, so that leaves the other 75% to think about what it's going to say. We're not naturally focused on understanding the speaker or being empathetic to their message. We're much more focused on quickly processing the information to benefit ourselves. Consistently
0: listening well is difficult. We've all been guilty of switching off, choosing to think about something else, or being too easily distracted. When we are, it's harder to listen and engage with the other person. We miss out on valuable information and an opportunity is lost to receive or supply support to another person when we could have strengthened that relationship. Arguably, the biggest distraction is our constant checking of
2: mobile phones. There are many benefits in becoming a better listener. Firstly, it builds stronger social connections. People are naturally gravitated to others who are better listeners. It creates greater trust and rapport between both parties. Individuals are more likely to confide in you when they can speak more freely, especially without the fear of interruptions, judgments and unwelcome interjections. You'll be able to identify and solve problems faster. This enables you to spot challenges and detect issues within projects in a more timely manner. Another benefit is that you'll be able to increase your understanding and knowledge. You'll be able to notice critical information and retain it and grasp new topics more rapidly and finally you'll be healthier and happier when you actively listen. Research has shown that pleasant social interactions increase our personal well-being and provide a greater life satisfaction.
0: Three ways you can improve your active listening skills today are 1 be in the moment 2 show you're listening 3 develop your understanding. One, be in the moment. Go with the attitude that you will learn new things, even if you think you've already got the whole picture. Leave your assumptions behind, be open-minded, and try to see the situation from the other person's perspective. Be in the room fully, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Make the choice to be actively involved in the conversation, listening to the speaker's message and tuned in to their feelings. Your state of mind should be relaxed and alert, calm, open-minded, and at the same time, focused. Listen and try not to judge. Be empathetic and try to see things from the other person's point of view. This will strengthen your relationship with them. If you're prepared for the conversation and you've got yourself into an open mindset, then you've already set yourself and the other person up for success. So go with positive intentions and listen actively. You'll be rewarded with new knowledge and an enhanced
2: relationship. Two, show your listening. It's crucial to demonstrate that you're actively engaged in a conversation, and two powerful methods to use are nonverbal support and ignoring distractions. Using nonverbal cues tells the listener that you're following and encourages them to keep talking. If you can see the other person, a simple way to do this is by having an open posture and maintaining eye contact with them. You can use slight head nods and a facial expression that is in tune with what's been said. This also works great on video calls. Use nonverbal cues to show the other person that you're fully present and you're genuinely interested in what's been said. Ignoring external distractions is also important when actively listening. Now more than ever, our attention is spread across multiple people and devices. This new behavior is harder for us to devote attention to just one thing at any length of time. So next time, try this when you start a conversation. Take your phone out, turn it off, and place it in your bag or well away from you. If you're on a video call or a phone call, close down all notifications and all other applications that aren't required for the meeting. And avoid making distracting movements like glancing at your watch or looking out the window. Show the other person that you're ready to listen to them. This also prompts your brain to actively listen and puts you into the moment. The more you're engaged, the more they'll share.
0: Three, develop your understanding. Seeing things from someone else's point of view isn't always easy. We misinterpret each other all the time. To expand your knowledge of the situation, encourage the speaker to share more and then check you understand correctly. Use short positive statements to keep the conversation flowing without interrupting. Verbal affirmations such as, I see, I understand, and yes, that makes sense. All help the speaker feel more comfortable and show you're engaged and able to process the information they're providing. Asking questions demonstrates your listening and gives the speaker opportunities to elaborate. Unlocking additional information helps clarify elements that are ambiguous and will broaden your perspective. When it feels right, check your interpretation is correct by paraphrasing what the speaker said. Open with words such as, so what you're saying is, or if I understand correctly, and summarize what you heard. Ensuring you truly understand the speaker will allow you to empathize with their situation and help build mutual trust. So use verbal cues and questions to encourage the speaker to share more and paraphrase intermittently to check your interpretation is accurate. Developing your understanding in this way will give you a fuller perspective of the situation and bring you and the speaker closer together.
2: So to recap, there are three ways you can do this starting today. One, be in the moment. Two, show your listening. Three, develop your understanding. Being a more active listener has many benefits. Another additional advantage is that the more you actively listen, the more other people will be encouraged to pay attention to you when you speak. This makes communication more productive and easier for all of us. Some of you sent in comments and questions from the last episode, so let's hear them.
1: Big Ron here from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Big fan of the podcast, guys. Just had a question I've been burning to ask. How often should you actively listen? I mean, how how often can you be expected to
0: actively listen? Hi, Ron. Thank you so much for your question. If everyone actively listened all the time, the world would be a much better place. However, active listening is quite hard. It needs concentration and it can be quite tiring. So at the beginning, when you're practicing new skills, perhaps limit it to the most important conversations, say one-to-one sit downs with members of your team or an emotionally charged conversation with a member of your family. If you start with these small steps and get used to actively listening, you'll see the benefits and be able to make your own judgment about when to actively listen.
2: Thank you so much for listening. We hope you picked up some bite-sized practical tips on active listening. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on your podcast
1: platform of choice so more people can find us.
2: Our next episode is Managing Your Time, a skill that deserves our attention because the work-home boundary is blurred and we're all doing too many hours under lockdown.
1: If you've got a question about managing your time or any feedback on this show, you can leave us a voice message by using the link in the episode
2: description. Or you can get in touch with us via our website at boostingperformancepodcast.com, which is where you'll also find the show notes for all today's tips and references
1: and where you can
2: subscribe to the podcast
1: or sign up for our weekly newsletter. Talk to you next time.